basically it's not you know it's not a fighting system it's a method for growing a better human being a more realized human being this is glenn murphy with nc systema and this is systema for life Smithson, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Glenn. So I guess you and I met probably about uh, 10 years ago now, I want to say. It was, um, it's got, I think it was a, a breathwork seminar that he was running sometime around 2008, something like that, up, up at HQ. And, and I remember at the time thinking um, it, you just seemed like a, a very strong individual. And, uh, and we've come across each other quite a few times. My wife's family is down there, was down there in Austin for quite a few years. So I dropped in at your place a couple of times and it's always a pure joy training with you. So I'm very glad to have you on the podcast today for, for that and other reasons. Uh, how did you get started in Systema and, and where are you teaching just now? Uh, well, I, I got started in Systema probably like everyone else. I saw Vladimir on the uh, uh, internet and I thought, you know, that's either fake or that's the baddest dude I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But unlike a lot of people, uh, I decided I had to see for myself. So I had a, you're going to, this will hurt you right here. I had a 1956 Triumph motorcycle. It was all I had, really. So I sold it and oh. bought a plane ticket and came straight up to uh, Vladimir's and started training up there. And that was it. As soon as, you know, within 10 minutes of uh, getting there, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And now, uh, all these years later, I have my own school. I've been a full-time Sistema instructor for the last 10 years um, at Austin Sistema and Tai Chi. And uh, so that's kind of it. I remember that breathwork seminar very well. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. It was a really... I think we spent the entire first day walking, right? It was just walking and breath work, and it was, it was very deep, very profound. Very deep work. I, I went home at the end of that first day, and I thought, man, you know, this is good stuff, but he could have just told us about this, and I could have done it at home. And then the second day, doing this, we, we started with the same work, and it just ripped through me, man. I mean, it changed everything for me. Yeah. So. I thought it was really interesting, you know, that I the first day uh, I didn't see the depth of that work, but the second day it came home. So, yeah, for me too. I think I think that was my first physical experience of of the difference between feeling kind of <clears throat> calm when somebody approached you. I think the second day we were doing stuff with knife work, and it was just kind of people approaching mm -hmm. with a knife and attacking freestyle, and I could see the difference between the people who had really mastered. The breath work um, yeah. to some degree of which I was not one at all <laughs> and, and the people who who really had you know you could see like just a palpable difference in their calmness and their composure as they started to react to think the kind of more freeform stuff and that really kind of drilled at home it it did I didn't suddenly acquire that ability but I could see I could see where I was supposed to go at least <laughs> yeah same here man <laughs> can, can yeah. you remember um, so you mentioned so you sold the Triumph, that, and that is dear to my heart. I've just bought a Triumph. <laughs> so yeah. On that one, that's a, but if you're going to sell a Triumph, then kind of lads is a good reason for it, I'd say. So that's a good you know, excuse. My, my dad, I love my father, and um, he he just, you know, it kills him, man. He's like, and, uh, but the, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but dad, 
you know, my entire life is, uh, you know, I teach Sistema, uh, I live Sistema, so really, it, it's true, I, I love that motorcycle, man, but, you know, it's my whole, my whole life changed because of that, so it's kind of one of those things where you're in, or you're not, you know, and that was my only way in, so I committed and did it. Yeah, that's a serious commitment device, there's not kind of no going back from that one, and also, it would seem that it kind of puts... It put quite a lot of onus if there wasn't already some in your mind on, on Vladimir to kind of make good on it, right? So you'd sold this motorcycle, you really kind of believed in it and everything, you went up there to Vladimir's. And can, it, can you describe that first experience of what it was like going up to HQ and, and working directly with Vladimir yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, you know, I, I think it's probably the same as a lot of folks, man. So... Uh, I didn't have that onus like you're talking about. I just went up there like I'm a, I've been a martial arts bum since I was 12. <laughs> and uh, so it's not unusual that I would, you know, go all in to just to investigate something. And that's what happened with Vladimir. I just wanted to see for myself if he was the real thing or not. Mm-hmm. And um, the very first exercise, <laughs> we went in the plank position you know, the uh, lean and rest, uh, push-up position. And um, I don't know how long we were there, man, but it was a long time. Like, everybody would, you know, people would come in and Vlad would go visit. Then the phone would ring and he would leave and go visit. And I was sitting there in the the push-up position and, and, uh, you know, just shaking and trembling and sweating and, and, uh, you start hating everyone who comes through the door because they're distracting <laughs> Vlad, you know. Yeah. And uh, Vlad walks over to me and uh, he goes, you should pray. And I said, God doesn't care if I can do a push-up or not. <laughs> and uh, Vlad said, maybe not, but he's probably be glad to hear from you anyway. So uh, <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> You know that that that's that was kind of my entry, but then what really you know, well, I knew within the first ten minutes that it's what I wanted to do. But I, I want to share one more story about Vlad and when I first started. Sure. Uh, it was about a year and a half later. I was up there again, and um, uh, you know I'm standing there watching people and saying hi to people as they come in, and Vlad just walks up. You know how he can kind of stealth up on you. Yeah. And, you know, he had his arm around my shoulders and he says, you know, how are you, man? And I I just looked at him. I go, you don't remember me. And uh, Vlad goes, Gene, you need to pray more and philosophize less. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when I realized that uh, Vladimir was... um, a different sort of human being, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got into it, man. Sold my motorcycle, went up there, and that's it for me. No turning back. I knew what I knew what I wanted to do after that. So, so you mentioned you, you've been, a, to, to your words, a martial arts bum from when you were kind of like a, an early teen, something like that. So what was your, what was the other background? What other things had you made pilgrimages to go and check out and see? Uh, I went to China and uh, studied some Qigong and Tai Chi there. Uh, I did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for probably eight and a half years. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you know, I've done JKD and um, Aikido, and um, I think the biggest, you know, commitment was when I went to China. Yeah. And uh, how long were you there? Just a month, and um, yeah, just one month. It was, it was everything you think it would be. Really, I went to a place called Washon. It's a mountain over there where these um, Taoist priests mm-hmm. live. There's no electricity, no running water. I mean, it was a really good experience, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, but, you know, I've been really blessed, to be honest with you. The, the teachers that I've run into I've have all been just – sometimes I, you, you kind of wonder if there's, you know, some master plan somewhere, some master planner, because it seems like the way people enter into my life, at least, uh, I, I it feels like, you know, okay, I have this teacher and he – shows me a b and then you know sometime later i have this other teacher and he shows me b c and it's it seems like it uh has all culminated in um you know these moments that i have right now that i guess there's an old adage to that effect right i think it's chinese when the student is ready the teacher will appear yeah absolutely and you know uh Sometimes people ask me, you know, about masters holding secrets back for themselves and stuff like that. And my experience with with masters, which I would definitely consider Vladimir a master, is that they're begging people to take their secrets, and and we just can't. You know, yeah. I mean, we try, mm. but uh, there's you don't have to hide anything. It, uh, the secrets themselves hide until the student you know lets go of whatever obstacle is between them and and uh, knowledge yeah it's funny i keep um i called my systema bibles and you know i write manuals of of every seminar i've been to since 2007 and periodically i'll go back quite a way you know and i'll uh, keep looking back through them and i'll see things in there that you know vladimir or um another senior uh, senior instructor under vladimir had, had told me at some point and uh I'm like, damn it! That I only just got that six months ago. <laughs> it told me like eight years ago, and it took me this long for the penny to drop. You know, like enough training and other things that happens yeah. with monotonous regularity for me. Yeah, exactly, man. I can so relate. Yeah, <laughs> great. So, um, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, kind of your story along the path of Systema? So we've kind of heard a bit about what got you started. Um, mm. Was it that it had parallels with other things that you'd done, like Tai Chi and Chinese kind of internal arts, or was it that it was so completely different? What kind of kept you there once you started training, and what led you to be to say this is the thing for me and not these other things that I've been doing? Uh, Sistema to me was the first martial art that I found that had an integrity to it, uh, and what I mean by that is like, you know, I, I have certain. Um, goals as far as to be a compassionate and loving person I think because I grew up really treating people poorly and uh, being somewhat of a not very good person and uh, at one point I, I really turned around on that and wanted to be something different and a lot of martial arts um, you know you have to change who you are in the performance of those martial arts. For instance, maybe you have to be hyper-aggressive, you know? Yeah. 
or uh, what I liked about Sistema was uh, it it fit me. You know, it, it didn't ask me to be aggressive during training and then sweet during the day. Like, no, man, you can have an integrity with your practice, which to me was super important because I think we become what we do over and over and over, you know. And uh, I can remember doing some of the, I don't want to say, you know, names particularly, but I would come home from training and my wife would ask me, you know, how come you're late? And my response would be, you know, aggressive, you know, and uh defensive yeah and defensive it was a reflection of the training i was doing you know mm. and, and once i started with sistema you could come home and and um you know my wife would say well uh, why are you late and um i would say oh i can see you were you know worried that i was gone and your fear has you concerned for me and i'm sorry i was late so it, mm. uh, you know integrity means different things I suppose to different people but one meaning is like a, a ship you know has integrity mm. uh, it doesn't leak it, it, and uh, that's what I like about Sistema I think it ha it's whole it, you know it doesn't have pieces that are you know oh this principle applies unless you're doing this right. you know so I, that's why I stuck with it I, I love it yeah and there, you know, the freedom in Sistema, you can study pretty much anything you want. You, you know, you can do groundwork, punching, striking, knife, shooting, driving. It doesn't matter. You know, it's all human. You're studying yourself, your humanity. So, yeah, it's fun. It's interesting. Great. Yeah. So, which um, which experiences or events would you say have most impacted your training or or the way that you experience and, and train system and I, I th i'm thinking probably quite obviously the the largest experience for those that don't know you is is your um training accident and getting shot and and recovering from that and maybe you can tell us a little bit about that and the, and the fantastic book which you've written um cool shot right the title i think is cool shot um yeah. that you've just released on amazon to that to that purpose can, can you tell us a little bit about maybe you don't have to go into big detail about the experience of getting shot if you don't want to that people can uh, you know read the book to get the full uh, insight <laughs> on that one and that kind of stuff. But um, what, yeah. what kind of formative experience did you feel like you had that kind of changed you in your growth and system? Oh, well, there were a couple of things stand out really. Uh, when I got hurt, um, I was sort of at ground zero for all this concern and care and uh, love. And uh, I've never experienced anything like that before. Um, so, so for those, sorry, for those who haven't uh, heard your story. Okay, so yeah, me and uh, a couple of other instructors. Uh, I was an assistant. Um, we're doing a shooting seminar in uh, Ferris, Texas, hmm. and you know it was pretty typical of how all accidents happen. It was the end of the second day. The seminar was over. You know, we were just getting ready sort of to celebrate a successful seminar and it, uh, just through some unfortunate things and then some, you know, ego issues and whatnot, I wound up getting shot uh, multiple times, 
Basically, I just chowed down on five nine millimeter rounds. Yeah. You know, one uh, one through the arm, uh, three through the lower abdomen, uh, bladder, and intestines, and so forth, and then one uh, through my hand, and um, that was. Uh, well, it was really interesting experience. I mean, honestly, really interesting. Um, but it's full of the the it and it had a it had I think two really pointed types of impact on my system training. One being that um, my experience with with uh, people, I, I was really a loner. Uh, before the accident or mistake, as I like to call it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I guess I didn't put much uh, weight or stock in, uh, you know, connections with people. Of course, I liked people all right, but I didn't understand the, the power of those connections. Yeah. And uh, so that really radically impacted me as a human, which, you know, you, you're a system instructor, and it, basically it's not, you know, it's not a fighting system. It's a method for growing a better human being, a more realized human being. So, Absolutely. of course, that, yeah, that impacted my system. And then the, the other thing was... Um, I, I, honestly, I, I'd moved through life as a pretty powerful being since I was very young. I just wasn't afraid of anything. I was really strong, yeah. um, you know, and then all of a sudden everything was stripped, you know. I mean, uh, it's on the, on the day that I, I was shy um, – I went from laying down on a bench seat in a suburban to outside standing on my feet without ever through the window without ever touching steel. You know, mm. I was in, in pretty incredible shape. And then, um, you know, uh, right away, everything like that was gone. You know, walking two steps to a bed was, uh, it's a funny thing when people cheer you, <laughs> you know, you know, because you were able to walk three steps, you know, like, good job, good job. It's really interesting how things change. So when I went back to uh, training, which honestly, there, there's pictures of me training uh, in the hospital hallway yeah. uh, within, I don't know if it was 48 hours or something. I mean, I still had you know, all the tubes and awful devices hooked up to me and stuff. And I was already trying to train. Yeah. But <laughs> I remember you telling me about how the nurses were like, what are you doing squats? And they're trying to drag you back into the room or something. Exactly. First all yeah. your bags and rip all your stitches up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, when I did go back to, you know, my school, uh, I had a, a lot more awareness of what it was like for people who come into a Systema class, you know, maybe uncertain of their physicality, their capabilities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, when you've been doing martial arts your whole life and somebody says do 100 push-ups, you don't really blink. You know, it's not an issue. 
Um, but some folks, we, we can forget what that's like when somebody walks in and, and you go, okay, uh, push-up position. Yeah. And uh, I was really reminded because, you know, I, I couldn't do, honestly, I think my first attempt, I did push-ups on my knees and was able to do four on my knees. If you can imagine going from, I think I could probably do, you know, substantial over 200. Yeah. And, uh, then, you know, and then it, I went to, I couldn't do four modified push-ups really. Yeah. And so I, it made me appreciate, you know, someone who would say, um, you know, I'm scared uh, to try this forward roll. Yeah, I, you know, I, I could understand it again. So I think in that way, it's really helped me uh, sort of begin to build compassion, um, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. As, I mean, it's funny, in my experience, knowing you and, and training with you before and after the, the mistake, as you term it, um, mm. You know, I always knew you to be like a powerful person and big guy and you're strong and that kind of stuff before before the uh, the accident. And then afterwards, I think the first time I trained with you afterwards was, was at the uh, survival wilderness survival camp that Quan Lee put together where that Konstantin Komarov came over to teach and uh, and you were kind of you were on one of the teams there and you were training for the whole time and also you um, took a, a morning class on the second day and um, to teach the exercise, the morning breath work and exercise, and you taught us how to basically start to do a body raise or kind of get up and down from the ground, but without using stomach muscles and to imagine that you didn't have any and you didn't have the use of those things. Right. And that was, and you've in doing so you kind of relived the accident and kind of what it felt like to get shot and crumpling to the ground and then slowly and physically and in a very, very profound way showed how you built yourself back up again, both in, like in the moment in those few minutes while you were teaching us and kind of over the course of time that was obviously stretched out over months for you in, mm -hmm. in kind of recovery and convalescence. And, um, and that was deeply inspirational to me because, um, for, well, for one, it just made me get a new concept of what it meant to move without tension, right? Because you can think that you're moving with as little <laughs> tension as possible, but if you have this power available and you have stomach muscles and you're very strong and all that kind of stuff, then you're going to use it unless you've, unless you're motivated not to a lot of the time. Right. And that's a, that's a big problem for people who come in very strong as well as for people who come in without that strength. Right. Um, yeah. and it's changed my way of looking at things and it's, and it's made me a lot more keen and, and compassionate in teaching older people. We have student, you know, a couple of students, especially private students I have who are in their sixties and seventies and they can't roll into the warm up straight away in our group class and kind of keep pace with all these young youngsters. Well, I mean, fairly young, you know, 20, 30, something like that running mm -hmm. up and down, but, um, but we can get them to a place where they're doing their modified versions and it's surprising the progress they can make in a, in a couple of months, they can, you know, keep pace with quite a few with a good number of the class after being shown just those stepping stones to get back to the, you know, a, a, stat, a good solid way of moving. And it's, um, and I think you've been a big influence on me in, in accounting for that and sort of seeing what's possible because in my eyes, I knew you before and you were a strong guy. And then after the mistake and after you come back to training, I, I thought you were even stronger. You know, if, if there was an internal strength and a, a balance yeah. and a calmness to you that just made you even stronger. And as a practitioner, you just had more control and more skill. And uh, I find it very inspiring. Well, thank you, man. I mean, uh... <laughs> That's really beautiful. I, I feel the same about you, to be honest. You, you, you're, you're, you're an inspiration to me, and I follow what you're doing, um, you know, with interest and love. And, uh, 
Yeah, it's, uh, you know, if you have something, some kind of a gift like that, it's best not to waste it, right? Uh, if I didn't come back, uh, you know, more powerful, I'll, I use the word power probably differently than some people think of it. Hmm. But uh, if I didn't come back as a more powerful being, I really would have wasted that whole experience. Hmm. Um, that's one of the, you know, <laughs> sentences that hit me while I was writing this book. I was supposed to make a description on the end. And, uh, you know, you sit down there and you stare at the screen and you and then you write for 30 seconds. And, and the, the sentence that came out was, you know, life near trauma is brilliant. Hmm. Uh, don't waste the light. And uh, for me, you know, when that happened to me, uh, everything was in real sharp relief. You know, real fast you get clear on what's important. Yeah. And, um, you know, f that's a struggle for me to this day is uh, I still – sort of my perception of what's important is 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 uh, seems to be different than some some folks um, and uh, but I you know I'm grateful uh, for for what happened if if it hadn't happened I, I wouldn't be the person I am and so I'm grateful you know please join us next week for part two of this discussion. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about training at NC Sistema, you can visit us online at www.ncsistema.com. If you'd like to find out more about Sistema classes and seminars worldwide, please visit www.russianmartialart.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please take a few minutes now to give us a review on iTunes. This is probably the best way of helping us get the word out. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future guests and discussion topics, please contact us via www.ncsystema.com or email me directly at glenn at ncsystema.com. That's glenn with two n's at ncsystema.com. We welcome your feedback. Many thanks, good health, and see you in training.